Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back to episode two of Book Talk with Lucky Jones. Ba 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 ba. Um, music credit goes to the King CGR. Thank you so much for the beat. It definitely goes with our personalities, and we love it so much. And today we're gonna talk about Skin of the Sea. Bowen and let me tell you I really do love this story with all of my heart it's like it's done wonders for me it's it truly is like the black version of the little mermaid right because you really get the trauma of like the black experience yeah but also mermaids yeah and like the lore that goes into it, because it's not just oh, there are mermaids and they exist, and there's no true origin of them. No, there is a goddess who created the, these creatures to actually help her with her, um, her duties as a goddess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. For like lack of a better explanation, and like just the lore of like the African. Um, yeah, and like what it was like to live in that time in the tribes and what the kings were going through mm-hmm. and the effects of all of that. It was really, really cool. And I did like it. Even like the little strange town of those little tiny people. The gumbos. Yeah, that was, that was so cute. It was really cute. Yeah. It reminded me of... You ever seen Frozen? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The little elves that like help Anna when her she like strikes Elsa strikes her and yeah. she like, has the silver in her hair. Mm-hmm. That's what it like. That's what I was seeing in my head. You know that makes sense though. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. So. Oh man, I actually do need my phone. I have a whole list. Of, hold on. Okay. So I do have a list of things and comments I I created for this book specifically mm-hmm. and okay so yeah Iza was my favorite I loved him so much I was so sad when he died um and I like Yinka as well and I think her being half was it hyena mm-hmm. I think that was so interesting and I did not see that coming there's a lot in this story that I just didn't see coming and I think that is so cool right especially like I am a very easily fooled person (laughs) I can never tell what's happening in movies or tv shows so I'm always surprised Mm -hmm. and when I tell you there were parts in this book where I literally had to stop reading and be like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I would have never saw that coming Mm -hmm. now I'm sure other people did but I did not Mm -hmm. that is why my favorite character is Isu okay which, you know, he's a bad guy. I love a villain that's written very well. I love a well-written villain. Mm-hmm. And this man is a well-written villain. He is. Like, even his little backstory that he, that was created for him was so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, because he, he is, like, the messenger for God. Right. And he's supposed to, like, deliver all of, like, the news to him. But he he's just, like, like mm-hmm. he doesn't. Like, uh, I'm gonna tell him later. Right. When I feel like it. Exactly. And he's like a trickster too. And I love a good trickster. Like, since watching, like, 
all of the Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. I really like Loki. Mm -hmm. And it's because he just is able to like trick you. Yeah. And I think that's a fun quality to have, especially in like, Loki's not really a villain, but like Isu is. So like in a villain, cause you're like, oh, cause there's like a whole scene at the end of the story where like he is masquerading as Cola. Cola. Cola, yeah. He's masquerading as Cola to like his brother and sister just like, give me the ring. Mm-hmm. And they, like, they're kind of like, <laughs> this might not be him, but like, what if it is? What if it is? Because Simi is kind of fooled. Like, she's like, okay, like, he's up here. He beat him. Because mm-hmm. you can still hear, like, the footsteps in the background. So you're like, yeah, like, Koa, he might be hurt, but, like, he got Isu. He got him enough to get to his brother and sister. But they're like, no. Mm-hmm. That's Isu, who's also been on the boat with you this entire time. Yes. Which I think is, like, such a smart thing because, like, you have to be around somebody long enough to be able to imitate them mm-hmm. properly so it's just like mm, to kind so of be smart. like taking like notes on these people but like covertly because like if you see somebody staring at you for extended periods of time you're gonna be like what are you doing yeah why are you looking at me so hard mm-hmm. but so to be able to like watch somebody from afar and like not have any flags drawn up especially because everybody who's on the ship is already so tense and on like high alert because they're obviously going into like something that they may, they might not come out of alive yeah and they're kind of doing an impossible task mm-hmm. and so for you to like be the antagonist on the ship with them watching them learning how to mimic them kind of mm-hmm. like getting in their heads bravo exactly like i did have some red flags come up whenever like he was first introduced i'm just like okay so we're having a random just join the team. Literally mean nothing. <laughs> so like I was like, oh okay, yeah, this makes sense. And I'm just like, Mm-mm. everybody's just meeting on this old slave ship. <laughs> what? Why? Why would I be worried? Right. No, I was just like, mm. and then like I, I don't know. It just seemed like everybody was getting picked off one by one. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. red flag. But it's also like you know the scene where the. Arisha is in the sky or like throwing like the lightning bolts at the ship yeah. and stuff. How did they not catch on that like I don't hey, know. Hey, this is one of us. Like they were like, oh, where is this man who charters this ship? And like this is the man and they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like cool for me. Cool. Whatever. Alright, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just we thought this was a slave ship. <laughs> Our bad. But you know, it was so cool that um there were um, people out there who were just like, no, I'm gonna like make sure these people don't get our slaves, mm-hmm. our people. Yeah, that's not cool. I love that. I love. I that. did too because I feel like that kind of like, I feel the whole thing about the slave trade is like so icky. It is, and it rubs me the wrong way for a lot of reasons. Obviously for the trading of people as commodities. Yeah. As somebody who's black, like, my ancestry was kind of, like, taken away from me. Like, I'll never be able to, like, know where I'm from. Yeah. But it's one of those things, like, you know when bad things happen and people are like, why would God allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like a lot of, like, the tribal beliefs and, like, tribal deities, they were probably, like, praying to these people and, like, mm-hmm. you know, save us. 
and like maybe like they were praying to like these Orishas and they were like really trying to stop these slave ships. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like, it was kind of like a feel good moment that it's like, obviously this wasn't a ship they needed to attack because it wasn't a slave ship, but Mm -hmm. they thought it was and they were trying to stop it. Yeah. So I I really like that. I did too. Um, I also, it felt good in a way to like know that there was an explanation for why they weren't doing more mm-hmm. because they were like past not to mm-hmm. and it also like because i remember talking to carlos about this but about because like people are always so upset you're like how dare um you as a black person just blindly believe in this religion that was given to you by these white people who colonized you and this that mm-hmm. and the other and i'm just like well, maybe they believe so fully in this other god because the gods that they prayed to did nothing. And that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if the gods themselves were tasked with not intervening, like, the people who are worshipping them don't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that, like, you kind of never want to meet your idols. Yeah, for sure like bring it back to another Marvel movie people would think I'm such a nerd <laughs> but in Thor Love and Thunder like the antagonist of that movie like he finally meets the god that he's been praying to like praying for his daughter to live praying and then like the guy is like a jerk and he's like Does why that- have I like devoutly followed you for so long mm-hmm. cause it's just like you you really aren't worth a damn <laughs> right and he's like now I'm going to go to the dark side <laughs> Like, see how you're like, you know. And obviously I'm not saying that Christianity is the dark side. No. <laughs> but it's like, these people, it's like, the God they might have been praying to allows them to get taken as cargo to other lands to be sold off. Yeah. And their bodies used for, like, manual labor or even worse. <laughs> for breeding purposes. Right, for breeding purposes. So it's kind of like... Maybe, maybe they got these white people who are in charge. Or like maybe they got, like maybe they got, they know something. Maybe that, they know something we don't know. Yeah, maybe time to switch sides. <laughs> time to switch, please. But um, no, it was just all of it, and like I think it's just so fascinating because she did say that um, she herself had described it as the black little mermaid. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really fascinating that she was able to turn a story that was like made in 1865 into something so different mm-hmm. with like loose elements of the same plot in a way that's true that is true because i thought this was going to be more of a love story in the mm-hmm. beginning of the book and i was like well because initially when i started reading i was like okay ebony is making me read more fantasy we read a lot of slice of life stories last season mm-hmm. she has said no more and we are reading more fantasy <laughs> So I'm, like, psyching myself to read it. And within the first couple of chapters, like, there were literally... I know it was being typed out to being Yoruban language. Yeah. But on the paper, it just looked like a bunch of symbols. And I was like, oh, nah, Ebony. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to do this. You're right. But getting further into it, I was like, okay. Okay, this is really good. Because you had teased this book the beginning of last season you were like oh i read this book and so i've been asking like hey when are we gonna read skin of the sea mm-hmm. hey i would like to read skin of the sea yeah i had to make you want it <laughs> yeah, you, you did i was so excited to read this book i was so ready to read it that i was like no like now i really want to read it mm-hmm. and 
like going through it, it was so interesting because it did remind me of Little Mermaid. Just being that there, I want to say King Triton has seven daughters. Yes. And then, it might be more. It might be more, <laughs> but like I feel like it should be seven. Mm-hmm. And then the Mami Wata are seven. Right. And yes. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I see you. Mm-hmm. And then when Simideli, who was the main character, mm-hmm. when she finds Cola, who was like mm-hmm. a secondary main character, I was like, oh no, like they're about to fall in love. This is about to be. And then, like in. Hans Christian Andersen's story, he's like, you know, if, I don't really remember how The Little Mermaid ends, like, if she oh. can't yeah. get back to the ocean, she'll turn the sea foam. The, it was like, she had a whole day or so to, like, make this man fall in love with her, and if, um, yeah, and if she wasn't able to do that, then she was gonna turn into sea foam, so he was in love with, um, a whole nother person. Mm-hmm. And so he w- he just wasn't gonna fall for her because she couldn't speak. I mean, she had her tongue like carved out of her face. So what her sister said was sacrifice their long hair, and so they could get a a dagger um, from Ursula, and they gave it to her so that she could kill the prince so that she could live. But she decided not to. And she um, turned into sea foam, but because of her sacrifice, she was like, like lifted into this space to be light. And she would like live out. Um, I think it was like seven or three hundred years. I know, big gap, but you <laughs> 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 were like <laughs> being sentenced for a crime to like, yeah, you could either sort of seven or three hundred years. Big gap. <laughs> We'll work with it. <laughs> and then she would, like, be able to, like, live an eternal life. Because apparently mermaids in his story, they only lived 300 years. They had no afterlife. It's like, you live here, you're done. So, like, I guess her thing was like, okay, I, I'll live out this 7 to 300 year sentence. And then maybe I can get him in the afterlife. <laughs> Alright. Well... Okay. <laughs> I just feel like that's kind of stupid. I feel like poor writing, poor storytelling skills. Listen, like we gotta, we gotta do better, Hans Christian Andersen. But but anyway, <laughs> there's a part in this story in Skin of the Sea where the Arisha that Simideli follows and like summons, her name is Yamoja. Yeah. And so she's kind of like, hey. Don't fall in love with that boy because you will turn into sea foam if you mm-hmm. act upon, you know, love. And I, I thought it was so funny when I was reading because, like, that's how that chapter ends. The next chapter ends is like, I ignore her warning because I know myself. And I was like, oh, you're about to turn to sea foam. <laughs> exactly. And then I was just, so throughout the story, I was wondering. Um, because, like, from what I can tell, she does love this man. Yeah. And so. And, like, she, like, even at the end, whenever he is about to pass on, she uses her power to, like, make sure that he stays with his siblings. I'm just like, if that's not an act of love, I don't know what is. Why is she not seafoam? I was waiting for her to turn into seafoam throughout the entire book. I just kind of assumed the warning was don't have sex. (laughs) Like, don't kiss him. You'll die. Yes. 
Yes. And so, like, I felt like she was like, no, I'm going to chain myself into the bottom of the ocean. And I'll never love him. So that I won't love this man. Even though there's a second book, I know he's coming back. I know she's coming back. She's, she's either getting legs or she's turning into seafoam. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one yet. Me neither. But, you know, I'm I'm so ready to find out. You're like, I would like to see her become foam. I would like to see her become <laughs> I want the worst possible outcome to happen just so I can see her come back from it and be satisfied that the worst outcome did happen. Cause like it make I just want to know like what exactly is love supposed to look like and like what are the stipulations to the sea foam? Because it's like she can't be on legs for too long, and we've seen that in the book. Mm-hmm. Like that's not her true form anymore. So, and he also can't breathe underwater. So what's uh, like? What's he gonna do? Go to um, Yamoja and be like, make me a merman? And she's gonna be like, absolutely not. <laughs> you caused me constantly in trouble. Yes, and I do think that it's quite wonderful that she's not beautiful, quote unquote. That she is smart. And she does look scary. I just think that's so awesome because they always describe gods as this this most beautiful, unattainable creature. And like to like to kind of like I don't want to say like humanify, but like make it more realistic. Because mm-hmm. if you're looking at something that lives under the water that you can only summon once a week, that's probably terrifying. It is terrifying. And with like the size that she is and her sharpened teeth and stuff, like. If I was Simadeli, and I had to, to beckon this god mm-hmm. that I have not done the job she made me promise to do, and I've also brought this man to her island, mm-hmm. I'd been shaking my boots. I'd have yes. been afraid. Also, this man has also seen me as a as a mermaid. Yes, so, and like that's not she, she broke so many rules. So many rules, and then she just summoned this big scary god, and like she can't even be sure that this boy isn't gonna like back talk and he does and he does <laughs> she's like hey please shut up and he's like mm, i'm no. talking yeah i'm talking he's like i'm not gonna see you woman. and i'm like nobody's afraid of this giant mermaid with a sharp teeth because i i who's know. upset because mm-hmm. i would be mm-hmm. i don't want to see anything from the bottom of the ocean i am terrified of this man this chain to the bottom? Yes. Ebony, when that part like was brought up, I was like, I bet that's so scary. Yeah. Like, can you, you know, like when you're swimming, I love to swim. Mm-hmm. I love the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're just kind of swimming and it's different when you're in a pool and when you're like out in like an ocean or a lake or something. Because mm-hmm. in a pool, you know exactly what's around you. It's just chlorine, maybe some steps besides the pool. Mm-hmm. Now the ocean is endless. And you never know what's crawling around. The seat, the sand is shifting at all times. At all times, the current's like flipping you over. Like mm-hmm. so, you're kind of never really sure of your surroundings. Can you imagine looking beside you and there's a giant man chained to the bottom of the ocean who's upset with you? <laughs> like the part where he like grabs her, like yes. by her like necklace, and he's like, "Nobody helps me." I'm like, oh no. And this fact that he's whining, oh my god. Exactly, because like, because like, what did he, he, he had destroyed some things and then was like, how dare they not give me tribute? They didn't give me a fair justice system. So, apparently the sea is ruthless because you can have seven to 300 years of anything. So, he might have been in 300 years. Yeah. Being chained <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. It's like, how dare you suffer? 
And no one will know you. Everyone will just be afraid. And then, like, the whole time, he's like, you're not supposed to be down here. <laughs> Only I'm down here. <laughs> I'm so chained to the like... ocean floor. And then, like, my thing is, like, I wonder if Yamoja is ever gonna, like, find Sunny. Yeah, because at this point, she is just keeps messing up. And if I was Yamoja, I'd be like, you know what, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> because <laughs> she's not listening to me. She's not doing anything I've asked you. They never made it to a Lodomir. No. That was the one thing Gemoja told her to do. It's like, good to this, to God. Oh. And, and go tell him what you did. And hopefully he'll forgive us. And she's like, I'm gonna go find these rings. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, see, what you're talking about sounds cool and everything. But, but I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna find the rings. I'm gonna help my boyfriend. Um, by being cool to him at all times. But then I'm also gonna get go to the land of the darkness. It sounds fun. They're like, mermaids shouldn't be here. <laughs> Not down here with me, Mm-mm. but maybe. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't read the excerpt. No, because I want to read the whole next book in its entirety all at once. Yes. Which I'm so excited. It's going to be coming out here soon. It's coming out on the 27th. I already have my free order in. Amazon Queen. Yes. And lately, I've really just been listening, not listening to books, I've been actually reading them. And this is crazy. It's such a chore. <laughs> and you know what? I honestly feel like listening to books is more of a chore. Which, you know, it, it in, in a way it is, because like you have to actually pay attention what's, to what they're saying, mm-hmm. uh, otherwise you're just going to be lost. And it's like, I will zone out. Like... I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this book in the morning when I get ready for work. Mm-hmm. The hour that I'm getting ready for work, I apparently don't intake any information. I'm full rocks for brains. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've been listening to the same podcast all week. Oh, no. I just listen to the same podcast. It's about something I already know about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. can't tell you anything happened. happen. Today, Marlon walks in. He's like, you're listening to this for that John Ramsey podcast again? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. And he's like, is it? The same podcast? You just listen to multiple John Benet Ramsey podcasts? I'm like, not the same one. He's like, okay, you've learned anything? No. <laughs> you know, that's the fun of it. It truly <laughs> But like, I can't do that with books because I'll just be like, and it's like, okay, I've, I've read, mm-hmm. air quotes, six chapters. Have you though? <laughs> no. But honestly, whenever you read it, you don't want to like, okay, so whenever you listen to it, and then you go back and try to read it, you don't want to. You're like, I already heard this. That makes sense. You're like, um, no. Yeah. I simply won't. Yeah. Like, whenever I was younger, um, I befriended this older woman who was into Lord of the Rings. She, wor- she, wor- <laughs> she worked at the laundromat, and um, that's where me and my mom went to go wash clothes. Anyway, so she... I was telling her about Lord of the Rings, how I watched it, and I thought it was so cool. And so she gave me The Hobbit to read. I read that. She came back. She's like, hey, now let's read The Lord of the Rings. Could not get through it. Couldn't get through it. Because I had already seen the movie. So, like, and as I'm reading, the movie's playing in my head, and, like, it's clashing with what I'm reading because, like, what I've seen is so fresh. And I feel like everything I'm reading is just useless. So it just wouldn't, it wouldn't compute. That's true. That makes sense because most movies don't do justice to the books anyway. Exactly. Um, you have to read one before. Exactly. Watching you have to read before watching 
mm-hmm. the movie. I feel that way about um, Nicholas Sparks books. Mm-hmm. I am an avid Nicholas Sparks reader. Or I was until a couple years ago. But like The Notebook, all that stuff. Chef's kiss. <laughs> now, if you watch the movie, then read the book, you're like, oh no. No. Well, no. You watch the movie, then read the book. You're kind of like, oh, okay, that could have been changed. You watch, you read the book, then watch the movie, you're upset. Because mm-hmm. they're never the same. Exactly. Nothing is ever the same. Exactly. And you're like, are you a part <laughs> of this? Mm-hmm. Or do you just sign off your rights? You're like, yeah, you can turn all my books into movies. I don't care what you do with them. Well, I know for certain with Stephanie Meyer in the Twilight series mm-hmm. that she, okay, so whenever she first wrote the book, it was actually just kind of a screenplay mm-hmm. in a way. So they try to sell it to like all of these movie producers to try to like make a really good movie out of it. And so (laughs) the producers over at MTV got their hands on the book, the screenplay, and they're like, oh, we could do like so much with this and like make it a super bad. So in the story, if you've probably seen the movie you have your opinions anyway so she was supposed to be she's this clumsy girl right mtv was gonna make her this badass super highly trained vampire killer (laughs) and they're gonna have her on like this speedboat throwing machetes and killing these vampires and chopping off heads oh and i'm pretty sure her father was going to die (laughs) and um, she was gonna show up and chop off the head of, um, of the main assailant. Steve, Stephanie, um, got wind of this and she was like, absolutely not. That is not my story. I am taking it back. See, I like that. It's like, did you ever watch The Lightning Thief? No. Did you read the books? Mm-mm. Interesting. That might have been the first, like, fan fantasy I ever read. Really? Well, no. Twilight was the first movie I ever read. Then The Lightning Thief and, like, Percy Jackson. Because it was, like, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in Greek mythology. I always have been. It is a very interesting um, lore. I always found it interesting, well, like, because Zeus is such a... Uh, yeah, he's the worst. He's such he's the, the worst. worst. I remember I was watching one of those remade movies. And I think it was like Perseus or Percy. I can't remember which one is the son of Zeus. Anyway. Hercules? No. Zeus has many children. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think it was like Percy or Perseus. Because they both exist. But one of them is Poseidon's. And the other one is Zeus's. Okay. But the one that belongs to Zeus, he raped, obviously, his the child's mother. Um, the child finds out that he's a son of Zeus, goes and, like, destroys the temple, and Zeus is up there like, I'm his father, why is he so angry with me? (laughs) Like, why is he not worshipping me? This is, this is absurd. He's worshipping us, for real. Exactly, like, (laughs) what is this? Why are you not, why are you not pleased? I gave you life. It's because of me you're here. That's not enough. It should be. Like, listen. Zeus, the original gaslighter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is yes. that not enough? Sorry that I brought you here. But How dare you? Jesus. Could have killed you. 
you know. But I didn't. I could have chose another woman. To Your mother with. was the lucky one. You should be proud. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Which is so far from the book. <laughs> um. So skin and I want skin and disease to be made into a live action. Interesting. Who? Let's play a game. Yeah. Who would you want to play Simadelli? Oh. Goodness. Because in my head, I'm like, all I can think about because it is Black Mermaids. Mm-hmm. Halle Bailey. Okay. Um. But I feel like I could pick a different answer. <laughs> um. Okay. So because I don't need her to sing, it's not going to be a singer. Um, I also want a dark-skinned woman. Yeah. Because, I think it's because we recently watched, um, Woman King. Mm-hmm. Naoi. Naoi. Okay. The girl who plays Nari. Mm-hmm. Nari. <laughs> <laughs> Naoi. I don't, I don't know how to properly, you know, I'm not from that culture, so. Me neither. I'm not. Slaughtering all of these words. Um. Okay. Either her. I can see that. Either her or the one that was brought over that was captured and brought over from the other tribe who had oh, a lot from the my tribe mm-hmm. okay i can see that too yeah okay i like i like both those options and only because like she is like also like sort of a badass she mostly just gets into trouble <laughs> simonelli there you go. always in trouble mm-hmm. who would you cast as yemoja wants to say Gabrielle Union. Interesting. But I think another part of me wants to say um, Washington. Kate Washington? Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. Interesting. I know. Very different, right? Very different. <laughs> In my head canon, Angela Bassett. Fits. For sure. I want somebody like very strong, mm-hmm. kind of scary, mm-hmm. but very like maternal. This is gonna sound so bad, but the reason why I chose Carrie Washington is because of like her cry face. Oh, the ugly it can cry. be very, very scary looking. <laughs> she does. She has like a terrifying cry face. <laughs> Who would you cast as Cola? Oh god, that's such a good question. Okay, it definitely has to be somebody young. Mm-hmm. Um Young black men. Yeah, I don't know any young black men if we're being serious. Carlos, I cast my husband. <laughs> you would be okay with your husband falling in love with Nari on film? Yes, I would be okay. I'm with so that. glad that Marlon's not an actor. Because mm-hmm. I would hold that against him. <laughs> good. Yeah, I remember when you when you had to pretend you fell in love with that old girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now you want to come to my bed? Stay out. Bye. See that couch? You're a new home. You are better than me. alright so we're casting Carlos Lucky and I I think the reason why I don't have a big problem with it is because like it's just like that blooming unrequited love that's true like nothing happens they don't kiss it's just underlying tension yeah I think Carlos would be really good in that role because he is smart-alecky yes but he, he also is like he has all the beef with all the gods yes he would have beef with every Orisha and he would let it be known they'd be like please shut up and he'd be like no no I am talking I want to tell her why I need her to do this for me like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very good 
trying to think of any other big power players in this book. Um, what about Yinka? Who would you cast for Yinka? You know the problem with this game? Mm. I feel like there's like the same 10 people that are cast for like black roles. Which, you know, true. Right? And I think it's because like most of these women, they look so damn pretty. Yes. That they don't look like they can really scrap. And exactly. And everybody in my head, I'm like, you, you can't. Or they're like, too old because they've yeah, been in the game for so long. Exactly. But it's like we need more black actors and actresses. Yeah. Because the do. the way that me and you know one black actor who's young, and it's only because you're married to him. <laughs> yeah. The way we couldn't pull out a single young black man. That's a problem. That's a that is a problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who I'd cast for Dinka. Who would you cast? And here I am, racking my brain mm-hmm. for another young one. Ah. Uh. Because it's like, also, I don't want any light-skinned women. I don't want any light-skinned people in this, this live-action. Because in my head, Kanan, everybody who's eating slave trade is dark. But, you know, that's... I know that's not true. In a way, it kind of is. But it's like, that's what I want to see. Yeah, it is kind of true because, like, there, like, yes, there are, like, different shades to every right. black person. Most of the difference of coloring comes from, like washed down color because of the mixed race that happened. So. It's like, I want to see some very black people. Yeah. Like, no offense, like, I don't want to see Yara Shahidi. I don't want to see Zendaya. <laughs> no. I don't want to see Amanda Sternberg. Mm-hmm. Because. Mm. I'm tired of it. I don't want to see any light bright black people in this movie right mm. you know that just like you pulled out a memory because okay so there was this actor who played as storm mm-hmm. in the new casting of the x-men mm-hmm. let me see storm and i think she is oh like right she um i think she she really was like from Africa and like the story and mm-hmm. she wanted she didn't like that um, in the original casting that there was no telling that Storm was from Africa and honestly I didn't know it whenever I watched it so whenever like the new casting came out and like they actually stayed true and made sure that she was from Africa, they ha- she had a decent-ish African accent. I thought that was really cool. I like that too, because I feel like, especially with the accent, I want people who can accurately do yeah. an accent. Yeah, because like, everybody can play-play at it. Exactly, but <laughs> some people sound crazy, and I feel like it's one of those things that like it would make it, it disrespectful. Yeah, and like I don't want to disrespect that culture. No, not ever. And I feel like just because we did bring up the the Woman King earlier, mm-hmm. everyone in that movie did a really good job. Oh, they're mainly fantastic. because a lot of them are from African countries. Mm-hmm. But even the American actors, like you could not tell me that Viola Davis wasn't from the homie. Exactly, and you couldn't tell me that John Boyega. Boyega. 
<laughs> like literally the side like we look at each other we're like gosh that man looks so good in that movie <laughs> I didn't know he could look that good I didn't either but it's like seeing that man in open silk robes it did something for him it just seemed right it did like I'm like man this is how you should always look yes embrace it at all times just walk around like this <laughs> he looked real good <laughs> he looked so good just it was one of those things where like in certain scenes that he was in I would literally be getting distracted yeah I couldn't even focus on the plot of the movie because I'm like gosh you look so good like every time he was on screen I was always like what is he talking about I was like I don't even care just I was full roster brains I was like oh so pretty mm-hmm. and so like pretty, whenever man. that colonizer hat came over and was like well you don't do this then um, I'm gonna, you're not gonna be protected. And he was just like, I am a king. And I'm just like, yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. You are. You are a king. Put him <laughs> in his place. <laughs> king. Put him in his place. King Gezu, the new young king. Yes. <laughs> young, beautiful king. <laughs> just walking around looking at bug books of palm oil. I was like, so beautiful. He's like, ah, oh, yes. This is my idea. I'm like, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is your idea. <laughs> no one told you. So smart, King. So so brilliant. <laughs> Best King we've ever had. Whenever he was walking around saying, hello, my love, hello, my I love. I was like... I was like, multiple wives? Scandalous. I was like, where is the sign-up sheet? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, like, chosen or do you audition? And it seems like you're chosen. Boo. Listen, but, like, his wife in the movie, she looked like... A real housewife. She was so angry at all times. And so I'm like, and it was so unattractive. I'm just like, you knew what you were. You knew you were gonna do. You knew but you had like multiple she, wives. How dare you be jealous? She was <laughs> mad at his multiple wives. She was mad that he at the uh, that he by res- left. yeah that she, he respected her. <laughs> He's like, how dare you respect a woman? <laughs> you don't respect me. How dare you listen to a woman's intel? You should only listen to mine. Even though I have none. Exactly. He tells you to stop speaking on his affairs and there you go running your mouth again. Speaking on his affairs. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) These are his ideas and everybody acts on his wishes. He wishes you not to speak. He is your king. (laughs) He is my king. The people's king. John Boy again. (laughs) (sighs) What do you think is going to happen in um, Solo Defeat? I am really excited to see because I'm like, is she going to escape? Mm-hmm. Is she going to make like, a deal? I can't remember that Grisha's name. I can't either. And I think that's a big problem for him. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I honestly think that's why he is mad. <laughs> it's like, how dare you? Not again. Again. But, um. I think it's going to be one of those things that it's like she learned like she gets out or it's like you think he's gonna let her go i think so like i think he wants to be lonely but i think she's he's going to set her on another task for him mm-hmm. but it's like she hasn't even completed the first task from emoja <laughs> so she's just racking a task at this point exactly she's on a quest and her little odyssey of uncompleted tasks She's a part of the game where she forgot about the main 
quest and she's just doing side missions at this mm-hmm. point. She is. Like, she's only doing side missions. Like, she's like, Tess, ignore. <laughs> Save for later. Like, other thing. I'll, yes. I'll do, I'll do this. This seems like it'll be easier. <laughs> it's really, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind, it almost is frustrating to me because I'm like, you have so many things to do. She was frustrating me at the beginning because, like, I just never understand why the main character can't just be happy. Cause, like, or just do what you're told. Yeah. Because, like, you're in a state where all you have to do... Is save the souls. Is save the souls, take them down to Ola Dumir. Mm-hmm. And he can do with them whatever he does next. Exactly. You have one job. Just do that. And it's like... But you no. were just told and reprimanded and told this is hey this is what you need to be doing I made you Mami Wata to do this mm-hmm. like stop wanting to be human stop wanting to be human because you you are not human anymore and then she like keeps like reminiscing on. I'm just like let it go I'm like you definitely are dead mm-hmm. right like can we all agree you died and got turned into a mermaid mm-hmm. your mom that you keep reminiscing of I am so sorry she's probably dead mm-hmm mm-hmm and, like, it just makes no sense, like, for her to, like, be on land. And, you know, I, you know, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Whatever. But she keeps looking at these people and, like, hmm. I want to be like them. Are like, they a part of my tribe? Did they used to? Did they, did they used to know X, Y, and Z? Probably not. Africa's a big place. It is a big place. Yeah. Like, just because you see other people on a boat does not mean that those are your people. It's true. <laughs> like, not all black people know each other. It's semi deli. <laughs> so stop. Stop asking. <laughs> the answer's no. <laughs> it is. Like, I thought the random reminiscing, like, I didn't like it. Like, it took me out of the story, and I was like, for what? Because yeah. I thought, you know, if it connected to something that was going to help her with her quest, sure. But it, it never did does. It, it, it just, never does. It's just random reminiscing, and it's in a different font than everything else, and I don't <laughs> like that either. And I'd be like... Uh, here we go again. <laughs> it, it was there for a warning. Yeah, it was like, like skip. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to skip, this is where skip it starts ahead. and this, this is where it ends. <laughs> Quickly go through. Because mm. it's like, it didn't add anything. And if anything, it took away from my experience. Because I'd have to be like, I've got to read this. I don't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, because like, whenever she's not doing all of that, she's decent to be around. She is. She's just kind of like, she gives me such like little sister vibes like just doing stuff even though you know you're not supposed to be doing it mm-hmm. like i'm not saying she should let the boys around i'm not <laughs> saying that but i'm saying her job is to send the souls on mm-hmm. now you're over here trying to outrun sharks and stuff and save this boy that's half dead and for what to get locked up at the bottom of the ocean for him to hurt you yeah for this human boy to hurt you and be mad at you for helping him out. Mm-hmm. And then snapping off at your goddess who gave you life. Mm-hmm. For what? To go on a quest, on journey. So you can have legs like you always wanted. Congratulations, you have legs now. I and now be... your feet hurt at all times because you don't wear shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have arches. Please put on some arch support. Yeah, that's what like, you wanted. Cause she's over here complaining and like stumbling and limping. But it's like you could have just been in the ocean. And that's what I was thinking. I'm just like now. I'm sure 
I am certain there is some water nearby that you can just, just swim in and in the water. <laughs> just stay there. <laughs> just be like, hey, I'll meet you guys there. You could probably get there faster. Like, you could have probably been and gone and come to a lot of beers six times now. Mm-hmm. But you want to, like, stumble around instead of use that fin. Yeah. And that part was also really annoying. I'm like, we could have been done with this. Yes. But you're, you want to take all the hardest steps. Issa is the one that pissed me off the most, though. Because, like, it was stressing me out that this creature, this little creature, decided not to go back. And they, they just decided not to make sure that he went back. After you promised his father that you were going to keep him safe and make yeah. sure he gets back to his home. Definitely. Not our business. Just like, hey, you know the way back. Not our business. And then also, I was going to bring up that creature, the blinky, blinky. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that, that big was old like, thing. Yeah, like, I'm going to eat you even when you're dead. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this supposed to be like foreshadowing or like, why is this here? Because it's really it ominous, was, but for what? It was like really out of the blue. And I don't know. I didn't know about it, but it like gave me like chills when I first read it. It was like even when you're black and rotting with death, like I'm, st- I still need to eat. I'll yeah. still eat you. And I'm like, are they all about to die? Like, is this foreshadowing? Like, are we gonna see you again? Never mentioned again. Mm-mm. I really do it. feel like Isu had a hand in that one. And that might be true. And I think it was just like his curse of just chaos infecting the land. Mm. Interesting. Because he did mention that the land would be infected and it would rot. Mm-hmm. But he would still need to eat. Mm-hmm. He's like, but uh, I gotta eat. Because I ate healthy or not. <laughs> it all looks good to I was me. about to be like, men eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> men eat steak. <laughs> hey, your man did eat steak. So it is. Steak. <laughs> and I eat salad. You eat salad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Women should be worshiping this. Okay, Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> and it all circles back. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's it. So are you excited to talk about Finding Jupiter No, and I'm going to give a disclaimer. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this on Audible. I'm going to pull an ebony. Mm -hmm. When I tell you it's the corniest book I've ever read in my entire life. I was like, why would Ebony pick this? Why would she choose this? (laughs) Listen, it had a pretty cover. And sometimes that's not enough. (laughs) But I am going to soldier through this book because it's Mm -hmm. it's a chore. Mm. But I'm going to do it. But it's corny. A, um, another disclosure is not gonna get better. And Wings of Ebony, you're like even worse. It's a lot of power in through this season. It is, it is. And you know what? We're gonna make it. Carlos is gonna look forward to episode four. The seven guitars? Yep. Play. And this actor, he knows all about that. It's gonna be some good conversations to be had. That's true. So that that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Powering through for the conversations. <laughs> that's what we gotta do here. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys for listening. I'm Ebony. And I'm Amiri. And we bid you adieu. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)